Hello, listener. This podcast is sponsored by the fantastic New Zealand company Go Native. Go Native sell raw ingredients so that you can make your own natural skin and hair care products at home. It's cheaper and it's more ethical than buying from the big cosmetics giants, but it's also really fun. You can make soaps, shampoos, moisturizers, or even deodorant at home using Go Native's DIY kits. And the first time that they come, they arrive in this little kit box with a mold and instructions and ingredients. But from then on, it's just the raw ingredients and you can just basically start a little soap or deodorant factory in your house. I really recommend the lemon and honey deodorant, but I think the lavender and oatmeal one really appeals just because putting oatmeal under your armpit is objectively really, really funny. But make your own mind up on what your favorite flavor is. Go to gonative.co.nz and put in an order today. You won't regret it. That's gonative.co.nz. Now let's get on with the show. guys it's me maddie bud and me simone nathan and um this is our new podcast it's called every stupid question every stupid question um we did that together, it's a bit of nice. a play on no stupid questions um it's because we don't we there are no stupid questions we just want to get out there and find things out so we're gonna have a new topic every week um this week is sexual health yeah and uh we're just gonna ask all the dumb questions we've got about those topics that we should probably know more about when we don't know anything <laughs> yeah but we know some things because we know what's on the google doc and the first thing that it says on the google doc is name every stupid question and then it says what are we doing and then it says nothing <laughs> <laughs> that was so that's what we got so far and so we're just going to bring that to you um bringing it out to the public sphere we think it's ready to be unveiled yeah it, maddie if you had to summarize the thesis of what we've discussed at brunch of this podcast what would you what would you say um i would say uh eggs a lot of eggs uh sausage and eggs uh oh, no, maybe. flat whites uh not uh nah just for this just for this podcast not from the breakfast at decent golf oh uh yeah just two girls um that are just discovering things <laughs> okay kylie jenna i would say <laughs> no, realizing things <laughs> realizing yeah 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 um the way that we've sort of been discussing it is that we're just, we're trying to learn more about things that we don't know. Um, and we were sort of saying like, you know how uh, you spend a lot of time discussing things, but you actually have no fucking idea what you're talking about? Basically, we want to go into those things that are your blind spots, or at least our blind spots, and just expose ourselves and make ourselves look stupid so that you, the listener, can live and learn. That was way better way of explaining it. Thanks, Simone. Um, so I'm like Maddie. I just kind of am around. I'm from Auckland. Simone and I met in New York and um, we're both back in New Zealand now. Um, so we're going to do this little podcast together while we're together. Yeah, just two dumb idiots talking to really smart guests. And um, the first thing that we wanted to That's talk you. about. <laughs> That's you. She's smiling. She's got a hand over her mouth. She looks like a little mouse. <laughs> or she's kind of doing like Japanese schoolgirl face. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, was that racist? Um, Race no, related? No, no, no. No. Are you part Asian? Wow, I am. Maddie oh, can ask because nice. she is. Yeah. Um, and it's a cool thing about me. <laughs> um, okay, but we're not talking to the guests. We're talking to each other right now. Okay, yeah. Before we talk to Rosie, should we discuss a little bit of like what we know about um, sexual health? Like do, do a little like couple seconds of just saying... 
Oh, yes. Kind of our own, our own shit. Okay. And then we can bring Rosie in. Or what, what do you yeah. reckon is the best way to yeah. go about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I reckon. So, do, you, do you mind? Do you feel like this is traumatizing to have to do It's totally it? fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rosie. Good mic work. <laughs> Good, great mic work. Um, okay, so I, well, I know almost nothing. Although I learned heaps more recently because I was getting with this guy and um, he, he had, <laughs> should I tell the story? <laughs> An STI. And I was like, oh, I need to know heaps more about this to know if we can fuck, basically. Yeah. So every time so I Googled it. that like, I open her phone to like check something or Google something, the last thing she's Googled is some like very frightening question. <laughs> and because she's kind of delved into, she's gone on a like a Wikipedia journey. Yeah. And, and anyway, um, but Maddie's an interesting one because, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but. Maddie's like never been on the pill, never been to a gynecologist, like never had a pap smear or like an STD test. (laughs) Well, I haven't had that much sex. Well, well, she's like a a girl. I've only had one boyfriend. Like basically like a bush child, but who's lived in Auckland her whole life. Like somebody who's like off the grid from the government and like goes out to sea every time it's time to vote. I don't have a bank account. (laughs) She actually has no trail at all except for her enormous social media presence, which is like overwhelming. (laughs) I know. I never don't have an Instagram story up. And if if I don't, then I get anxiety to just chuck something up there. Yes, but you legally don't exist at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to share a little bit of a story. Like I'm, I'm not the opposite to Maddie, but my mum has been like sending me in. Like, I'm one of those kids who's been getting like, you know, bikini or Brazilian waxes since I was like 14, 15. I'm, I'm a hairy Jewish girl and, you know, we've got business to take care of. And I think my mum just knew and respected that. Um, but also like she's South African. So very, <laughs> very on top of like, all right. Someone here's the deal. If you actually want to sleep with someone, which one day you might, you have to have a conversation first and you have to ask them every person that they've ever, ever slept with in their whole life, okay? <laughs> then you must take them down to the doctor, Dr. Stone. He's our Jewish doctor. Yeah, he is. I know him. And, and you cool. must, he's great, he's a great guy. Yeah. You must get checked. You must get him checked. You must talk. And then maybe, maybe you can think about having sex. <laughs> Real honest, real out there, you know, no no secrets. Straight out of Gail's mouth. I can really imagine her saying that. I wanted to share a story about one time when I was at college. Um, I just started getting with the the boy who became my boyfriend. And I was only on the pill and I didn't really know how it worked. So every time I had sex, I thought I was pregnant. Just every time I was like, well, it's over. (laughs) And (laughs) I went to my friend's room and I said, I need a pregnancy test. And she was like, all right, girl, I got you. So she pulled one out of her drawer. She gave it to me. I went to the bathroom. It said it was it was positive, very positive. And I came back and I was like, well, yeah, I am pregnant. It's happening. So let's start making a plan. Um, I've got some names lined up in my notes pad. Jabuki is my number one girl's name. And she was like, wait, you're seriously pregnant. And she looked at the tests that she'd bought and it was actually a jumbo pack of ovulation tests. And I was just positive for ovulating. I was I was just ovulating. You were positively ov- ovulating. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell do you even get those? I don't know. I've also... Oh, no, I have taken a pregnancy test once. Did you? Yeah. It was after the first time I had sex. <laughs> Can you imagine like, if the pregnant! first time you had sex you got pregnant? <laughs> imagine. Like, like Mary. 
like Mary. <laughs> Wait, did she didn't fuck? Oh, well, that's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> did she? No, she did it. Anyway. Anyway, so she, just, she was just in a spa pool and it just exploded <laughs> in. Actually, that's my first question. <laughs> Her, Joseph, and God in a spa pool and no one knows who the dad was. Yeah. <laughs> oh All my right. goodness. Things got religious real quick. Anyway, so um, one thing that I want to do with Maddie because she's kind of a rookie is I wanted to give her a BuzzFeed um, test called Can You Pass This Middle School Sex Ed Exam? Okay, let's do it. So it's not- this is going to be embarrassing. I know so little about anything. Okay, so I'm gonna- <laughs> about anything in the world and anything to this topic. That's why we're doing the podcast. Exactly. We're going to change that. Okay, paste and go. All right, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Quiz lol. That's what it says. Can you pass this middle school sex exam? There are lots of penises and vaginas in this quiz. Slightly NSFW, obvi. All right, here's the first question. The sperm swims up the vagina through the uterus and finds the egg waiting in the blank. Here are your options. Fallopian tube. Ovum. Penis. Testicle. Ovary. Ovary? All right, I'm going to click ovary. Uh, wrong. The correct answer is fallopian tube. The swim, the swim. <laughs> I'm going to say that. The swim swims up the vagina through the uterus and finds the egg waiting in the fallopian, fallopian tube. tube. Don't even know what that is. <laughs> the blank or male reproductive cell carries chromosomes from the father. Okay, do you want me to repeat that or you got that? Oh, okay, yeah. The something or male reproductive cell carries chromosomes from the father. Ovum, sperm, penis, testicle, ovary. Penis? Sperm. Okay, that was, what's your final answer? Wait, the, the what carries what? The something or male reproductive cell carries chromosomes from the father. Sperm? Penis. Penis. Maddie, if you actually answer penis to this... I, I'm judging you so hard, and everyone in this no, wait, room the is penis disgusted carries by it, though. It's like it's like it's like the penis is like do 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 do. Actually, in a way, that's quite an interesting answer. I mean, you're very wrong. You're so wrong. You've never been so wrong about anything. But I can kind of see how you got there. Fuck. Okay. Whatever. Say what you reckon then. <laughs> what I reckon. I reckon it's sperm because it's sperm and everyone at home is laughing at you. Oh, okay. Right, right. I wasn't listening. Okay, keep next. No, I don't want to shame you. No, this is why we're doing this. And I, I have a lot of blind spots about this as well, which we're about to discover. But the, the answer is sperm carrying it. The sperm is it. <laughs> Moving right along. It's the, a trick question. It's not. The following actions could result in pregnancy, except unprotected sexual intercourse, Sexual intercourse with a broken condom, sperm finding an egg, or not having sex. Not having sex. Okay. And it has a it has the gif or jif, whatever your chosen pronunciation is, of the guy from Mean Girls saying, don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. Good girl. Thank you. Not having sex is the correct answer. It says, since many of you are already having sex anyway, then it's best to practice safe sex. Mm. I like that. That's real. Acne or pimples might appear on your face during puberty, so you should wash your face as often as possible, three times a day, once in the morning, or twice a day. As much as possible? Nah, twice a day. I feel like that's a little bit, like, more objective. I mean, I feel like that's a bit more subjective. Yeah. 
you know that's yeah. they can't tell you that i just wash mine whenever i can did you learn that song at primary school that goes once in the morning and once in the night twice twice is nice no and it was about brushing your teeth oh okay it could also apply to this. Okay, how many more questions do we have? Yeah, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to skip. How many extra calories does a pregnant woman need to consume each day? 1,000 to 1,300, 1,600 to 2,000, 200 to 300, or double the amount of calories she normally consumes? Two, 300. Yeah, correct. Yeah. All right, Maddie. Not- I would never have guessed that. Well done. And we're all <laughs> applauding. Well, there we go. <laughs> Shit, that was tough, man. That was tough for me. Yeah, that was real hard. Um, okay, but- so... Now, can we introduce Rosie? Yes, please. Okay, well, we have Rosie here. Rosie, tell us a bit about what you do. Please. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, some of those questions were really hard. Were they? Yeah. Did you know the answers? Mm, not to some of them. But, yeah. Yeah. but I'm a sexual health nurse, so I should know the answers to most of those, <laughs> but I don't. Um, yeah, so I work in sexual health and do STI checks for people, basically. Wow. Wow. Mm. And is that the majority of your job, or is that all of your job? It would be the majority, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then treating them and doing examinations of genitals and things like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you okay, so this drunk. actually brings mm-hmm. me to my first question. What actually happens at one of those? <laughs> <laughs> well, feel free to come in and find out. Um, I probably should, I know, we should do that. Not just that one can person. be our next, our next episode or like a special behind the scenes. Yeah, for definitely. Yeah. Should you have a sexual health check before you even have sex? No. That's a good question. Mm. Um, no, I would say. I mean, if you're having like blowjobs and things like that, then maybe. But no. What, what's the like, average age of somebody who you get coming in? I'd say 22 to 28. Oh, interesting. It's a bit older than I, I expected. Excuse me, older. Because I kind of thought like, do you work at a clinic or do you work at a private practice? A clinic. So it's run through the hospital, but it's free sexual health for under 30-year-olds. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Whoa, that is awesome. Oh. Yeah. That's I, cool. I think I would have mm-hmm. just assumed that it's a lot of like scared 16, 17 year olds whose like mums won't take them to like a professional gynecologist. But maybe that's my um, St. Cuth's like very posh kind of viewing of how these things work. Mm-hmm. Like your mum doesn't pick you up from school when you first get your period and take you to buy cushions and then. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, most people's mums don't do that, I don't think. <laughs> but maybe a lot of people are going to family planning. I don't know. Mm. That's more like a female oriented place. Oh, so that's different. Um, it's yeah, so it's more for f- women, and it's about contraception. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. But they do sexual health checks too. So we'd see maybe more an equal balance of men and women. Are there questions that people come in asking you that you can't believe people don't know the answers for? Like me, like what is this? What is the <laughs> yeah. first question I ask? <laughs> um, people are always freaking out about herpes. Right. Always, always like calling on the phone like, oh, my girlfriend's got herpes and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want to have sex with her. And you've just got to be like, chill. Right. Yeah, because okay. herpes aren't that bad. Let's talk about herpes then. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a big one because I've heard that like, you know, people throw out wild statistics like 30 to 40 percent of the population have herpes of some sort or perhaps it's genital herpes. So are there some facts that you just want to lay down for us about herpes and what you've seen and whether it's a big deal or not? So it's not a big deal. There's like two types, one you get on your mouth, one you get on your genitals, but they can each live in the opposite place. You know, so you can have genital ones on your mouth and you can have mouth ones on your genitals. That's kind of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why like not? Mixing Mix it, it up. up a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Cool. Um, and basically, you can get it from somebody who's never had any of the sores before. So they've got the virus, but they don't get the sores. And then you have sex with them. They don't know they have it. And you're just unlucky enough to like develop the sores. Mm-hmm. They're painful, but you might never get them again. And they're more like a seasonal inconvenience like hay fever because people are like my life is over I've got herpes oh my god blah 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 I can't have sex ever again I can't get a Brazilian blah 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 <laughs> and you're like chill you know <laughs> who is gutted about not being able to get a Brazilian again <laughs> that's the number one thing be beautiful yeah and they're like Ugh. I can't show my face in public but people get really caught up in it so some people have them more recurrently than others like yep. some people will have them all the time for the rest of their lives and then some people will get it once and then never get it again yeah but you can take pills if you're getting recurrences that's an important thing if you always have herpes go to your doctor and get like suppression therapy ah oh. oh, and is that something that you can be on like forever or is it something mm-hmm. you should only do for like a little bit you can do them for stints and then see if they've stopped coming back I'm like asking for a friend <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit too keen to know <laughs> I'm like, so is my Valcyclovir, like, is this good? That I'm, How often a day should I be taking this? Just once. How <laughs> oh, come? <laughs> uh, yeah. So don't worry about herpes, guys. I am worried about herpes. I'm worried about everything. And, you know, I feel like I'm the unluckiest sex person ever. Like, I, I feel like I get a UTI every time I have sex. I have one right now. Bummer. She does. That's why she had to pee when she came here. Yeah. And mm. I'll have to pee again soon. It's when Maddie and I went to Waipu this weekend and like it was supposed to be like quite a fun getaway. And as soon as we got there, I was like... <laughs> Were you in the spa bath with Mary? Because <laughs> <laughs> like UTI is just like germies getting into your urine. urine yeah, urine Germans. Chat. Yeah. Those oh, Germans. Germans. <laughs> right. And so, but then, I mean, I've had a UTI once um, and it was like awful, but chill because I just took antibiotics and it went away. But it took freaking ages to went away to go away. But and I had to take the whole course of antibiotics, which you're supposed to always do. But like, usually, like I get to like the last two, and I'm like, that's all kind of good. But this time, I was like, right to to the end. Maddie <laughs> is mixed race, so she's like genetically superior to you know all these gross Kiwis who are just like, oh yeah, I'm from England, and it's maybe a bit Scotland. And Maddie's like, bitch, I'm like, I'm I'm a little bit of everything. I'm a dash of that, dash of that, mm-hmm. and I then never get sick. Yeah, <laughs> she never gets sick. She's yeah. perfect. Look at her. Look at her glowing skin. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You can't even deny it. Um, okay. Well, let's have a look at our little list, shall we? See what we kind of... Well, we were wondering when somebody's results come back positive for any kind of STD, how does the conversation go down with them? Like, how do you break that news to somebody that they've got... Perhaps it's just something temporary like gonorrhea or chlamydia, or perhaps it's something more serious like HIV... How does that conversation go and where do you even begin? Um, I just like call them up and I'm like, hi, is that Tim? (laughs) I've got bad news again. (laughs) Um, I just like, can you talk at the moment? Because you don't want to like talk to them in front of their parents or whatever. And then you're like, oh yeah, so your results are back. One of them's come back positive for chlamydia. Mm. So we just want to get you in to give you some treatment. Mm. And then you're just like, what if? So you're going to take the antibiotics and we can talk about it then. Does, is your heart racing when you call them or is it just their heart that's racing? Like, do you get nervous for that? No. Sometimes I'm like zoned out looking at something else on the, else on the computer and I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, what's your name? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bam. No, I guess it, you have a good time. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, uh, what are the curable 
Are there some that are fine if you just take antibiotics kind of thing? Yeah. So herpes you have always. It's just a virus. You don't get rid of it. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, you take antibiotics for and you don't have it anymore. Syphilis, you take antibiotics for and it will stop it being active, but it will always show up in your tests that you've had it before. Ah. Um, HIV, you will always have, but you will go on treatment for it and it'll be kind of, they say it's like a chronic condition these days, more like Mm. diabetes. Mm. Yeah, so you take medication Mm. and it stops you getting kind of sick. Does does New Zealand have um, that drug that, because Maddie and I have been living in the States and um, all, all our gay friends take PrEP, that's like f- to stop you from getting HIV, I think, or at least. Um, yeah, I, I so even... it's not licensed in New Zealand at the moment. Okay. So they're doing a trial at the moment to get it shipped in, basically mm-hmm. saying like, of course, it's legit. It's sold everywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you can basically order it through a GP here who prescribes it to you. So it is accessible, but it's quite expensive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they're working on it, basically. So what is PrEP? Do we want to talk about that a little bit? I mean, mm. I, from my understanding, it, all, all I know is that it's a drug that, like, it seems like only gay men are taking this drug, and it's P-R-E-P stands for something. Yeah. And you take it, like, regularly or before you go out so that you don't catch... Yeah, you take it, like, every day, and PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. Mm-hmm. So, basically, it's the same medication that you would take if you had HIV, and it basically gobbles up HIV cells. So in somebody who has HIV, it goes around your body and it's like, yum, 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 yum. So there's not that many circulating, so it doesn't make you sick, basically. It like, gets rid of the virus out wow. of your circulating system. Wow, that's incredible. So PrEP is that the, the um, chemical is already there circulating, like the drug. So if you got exposed to the virus, it would be there and it would be like, yeah, I got you already, before you got a chance to invade the body. Oh, I see. Mm. Wow, that's quite amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. So we're a bit late to the game on that one. What I want to know is, what is the average split percentage-wise between circumcised and uncircumcised penises in New Zealand that you're seeing? I would say like 20% circumcised, 80% not. Fascinating. Wow. Mm. So people could still get them circumcised. Like, um, like obviously, if you're Jewish, you get circumcised, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then who else? Just other people like to do that? I mean, because in America, I'm every penis that I see, and I see a lot <laughs> of penises. Uh, uh, it's just kind of a given that they'll be circumcised. Like culturally, it's much more common to do it there. And I feel like here we've got um, uncut, you know, uncut crew. It's yeah. not really mm. a thing. My dad said that when he was young, everyone got circumcised. Yeah, it's like an in vogue thing. But I think they don't get circumcised as much anymore unless it's like a religious thing. Oh. Mm. Are you surprised by that? Or does that kind of fit with the like one penis that you've seen in your life? Yeah, no. I've only seen one penis. <laughs> no, that's not true. I've seen more than one penis. I'm way cool. <laughs> um, and I I don't know. I just, I think, but well, the reason is for cleanliness, right? Well, they used to say that, but now they're like, no, that doesn't make any sense at all. Or like, you just rid- wash. Yeah. Yeah. And and for the Jewish thing, is it, is it the originally why it was a thing? No. I, it's I, religion. Uh, yeah. I think with Judaism, it's kind of like literally what God told them to do. Like in the story of um, Abraham and Isaac, you know, God says, kill your son. And he goes, do I really have to? And then he goes, yeah. And he goes, all right. And he gets uh, a sacrifice ready and he's willing to do it. So now anything that God says to do. You just do it without really asking questions. So oh. that's like a lot of people say to me, oh, yeah, you guys don't eat pork because it's like 
it's it's not clean or you know this or that and i'm like i don't think that that is actually the reason i think it's because god said don't eat it Mm. then don't eat it it's like an obedience thing right yeah it's kind of like s&m but like with god and oh (laughs) i'm going to hell (laughs) no it's okay jews don't have hell i'm good yeah yeah yeah, they don't they don't (laughs) Um, yay for judaism yay well what about like the average number of sexual partners that you're sort of seeing um from the people that you survey uh it's like how long is a piece of string basically Mm. right yeah but what i would say is never ever feel embarrassed going into tell somebody in a sexual health setting how many partners you've had or what you've been doing because no matter what you do it is so boring compared to what other people do <laughs> like you have a new idea what's going on out there that's really right comforting. yeah so and you're like oh the condom broke and it's like just say you didn't use a condom yeah like, nobody cares yeah, totally. yeah we're not going to report you to the yeah, police like, silly so stupid they, yeah. ca- they come out the police are waiting they're like, oh, like you go. you're a danger to society <laughs> miss <laughs> Yeah, I guess people would be going in and being kind of like with this fear of being judged for whatever they're doing in their private life. We're like, is it a regular partner or a casual partner? And people are like, oh, um, regular. And it's like, we don't care. <laughs> How regular? I met yeah. him last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does yeah. once count as regular? Do you find that you feel as though people come in lying a little bit or withholding the truth and then you need to get it out of them? Like, is part of your job any kind of therapizing? Yeah, there's a, quite a bit of that, I think. But people are usually just a bit nervous and like, oh, what, are, what about the questions that they're going to get asked? Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be really judgy. And I've definitely been to sexual health checks where the nurse doesn't crack a smile like the whole time. And you're like, uh-huh, why does she hate me? Yeah. But just don't worry about it, you know. Why do you need to go to a sexual health test if you are a sexual health professional? This was before I became a sexual health professional. Oh. Now I just steal them on the sly. I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Because then my colleagues would see my results. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. So when they go in there, do they get... I've heard it from my friends. I've never done it. They get a little thing and it goes... And it's, and it's like got two bits and then they go... And it's open. The speculum. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And then they go and they scrape a little bit of stuff from inside your vagina and then they jump back out again. Is that yeah. correct? I think Maddie wants yeah. you to walk her through a sexual health check <laughs> I'm for so scared. Does it hurt? No, it's oh. uncomfortable, but it doesn't hurt. Does it? It probably hurts more if you're more nervous and tense, right? Yeah, but I'll be like, ah, hey, chill. And assume the frog position <laughs> with your like knees out and your ankles kind of towards each other. Oh, like you're like having a baby. Like being a Brazilian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, mine's went to different places. And that's okay. <laughs> They're both accurate. It seems like a lot of your job involves telling people to chill. Yeah, I tell people to chill quite a lot. And you've got a chill energy and that helps people to chill. I hope so. Yeah, you Sometimes do. I'm nervous. Sometimes they make me scared. Do people <laughs> do people cry um, in front of you a lot? Yeah, sometimes. Wow. Yeah. Because I feel like my natural reaction when I'm ever in a situation where I'm going to have a very serious like meeting like that, it's just not a very chill setting in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Once I've got the four walls around me and I've got somebody looking at me, I'm like, oh, I should cry now. Yeah. This is a good time for me to cry. Yeah, people are nervous. They're like, don't look at my genitals. And you're like, it's okay. I see them all the time. You know? Yeah, it's also what concerns me. I'm like, my vagina might be looking weird. And we're going to circle back to your pronunciation of vagina. (laughs) (laughs) The human vagina is a marvelous thing. Velopian tubes and vagina. Actually, no, I don't care because I get Brazilians. So I really don't. And Brazilian, and I never even think about it. I'm like, oh, my God. So yesterday, and I start talking about, like, my, my whole life. And, <laughs> and well, I just, I'm so embarrassing. I, 
should like, stop talking. <laughs> that's interesting that you take the dominant talking role in a um, Brazilian because I find like I really lie back and let them lead the conversation. I, I very much am on the like interviewee side of things. But are you going in there with an energy of like, let me find out about you and tell you about my weekend? No, I talk about myself, just talk about myself the whole time. <laughs> we should do a podcast where Maddie's like getting a Brazilian and yeah. just doing a monologue. Record what happened. <laughs> I get so sweaty in Brazilian. Do, do you? You, you schwitz. Yeah, well, it's just like, uh, it's always like a bit, you know, tense. And so, you're, and I'm just like, so sweaty. And I'm always hanging on to something like my jumper and it's like, oh, so wet. Actually, I know what you mean because they put you on that kind of butcher's paper. Yeah. And then and you start sweating like a meat. It. It's like paper and you sit on it like, and I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I go to a good place. I go to uh, off and on, off in Newmarket. It Girl Maddie Bud is promoting. <laughs> <laughs> like, even when she's off, she's on. <laughs> <laughs> It is really good. It's good because they get a cold cloth and quickly put it on straight after they've taken the thing off, and like so it doesn't hurt at all. Jesus. Yeah. Whereas I went to the um, one in like Sky City. What's that one? Girl, I don't know. It's like nice. It's meant to be really nice, and it was not good. They didn't have a cold cloth. Oh, I was like, never again. Um, (laughs) Traumatized. Yeah. So do you do that to people after sexual health checks? You like chuck some ice on them? No, I don't. In them? No, but. I'm going to put it out there. Like, if I've frozen a wart, then I put my hand on it so that it doesn't hurt. And that I learned from bikini waxes. <gasps> yes. The pressure, something about it. Yeah, it just you're like, stops oh, the... not so sore anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you could fan them, like, at my facial when she puts it. Anyway. <laughs> she fans so me. many things to learn. Guys, what the hell is Go Native? Go Native is an online store that supplies you with all of the ingredients that you need to make all this amazing natural skincare and hair care. And the reason it's so cheap is because you are buying it online and there's no retail store. So basically you're not paying for some annoying person to stand around and ask you questions that you don't want to be asked and get all up in your personal space. And you just get to go online, do, 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 and it gets delivered to your house. And you get all natural ingredients and you get to do a little fun little makey of your stuff by yourself and then you rub it all over your body and you're just chic and amazing and you're saving money and you're saving the environment. So thank me later. GoNative.co.nz. Woohoo! Um, I, I actually just realized something that we haven't asked you that's quite like a, should have been an initial question is what led you to this job like what were you doing before if you're happy to discuss it I'm very interested to know what leads somebody to become a sexual health nurse well like I used to work in intensive care before I started being a sexual health nurse and then I was like I'm so tired everything's so sad and I went away overseas and then I remembered that I started nursing because I went to a sexual health check and was like I could do that and I was like ah and then I looked online and the job was there and I applied and I got the job and I was like, legit. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Does it bring you joy? Yeah, it does. I like it. It's fun. Yeah? Yeah. You meet lots of interesting people. You hear lots of interesting stories. And when people are worried, you can be like, don't worry. <laughs> it's chill. It's chill. Just yeah. chill out. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the kind of tagline of your job. Yeah, basically. I'm um, like, what drugs would you like? Just chill out about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and stop crying, Simone. Yeah. Yeah. There, there. It'll be gone soon. <laughs> I was going to ask the best and worst part of your job, but Maddie, where were you going to go? Oh, I was actually going to ask um, what I was going to ask about what is the best way to not get pregnant. Great. I love that. Oh, wow. Um, contraception. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's a lot of different options. There's like marinas that live inside your uterus and stop you getting pregnant. So IUDs. Yeah, and they look like little fish hooks and they live inside your uterus and they just like some of them release a hormone and some of them are just there and they stop you getting pregnant. And that's the most surefire way to stop getting pregnant? Well, probably not. There are occasional pregnancies with the IUD. uh, Just if it moves out of place and stuff like that. Um, There is the contraception pill. If you take it well, then it's very, very effective. All of them are like 99.9 and then somebody gets pregnant. That's me. That's the, I'm so in that point. With your ovulation kits. That'll be you. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's condoms. You know, there's stuff. There's stuff out there. Um, The thing about the IUD that freaks me out is like all my friends are like, Oh my god, getting the IUD put in was like so fucked up, and they're like, it just hurts so much. But now it's all good. It's ever um, sometimes I feel like um, I've got the worst cramps of my life. Yeah, that like, my my, my like ovary's gonna fall out, my vagina. Yeah, but then it sounds also mean because like you can have that one that you don't even get your period, mm-hmm. and then like, but so can you get put under to get it put in? Yeah, you can. I know someone who has. Yeah, but I mean, like when I had my IUD put in. Um, it was like the worst cramp I've ever had for 10 seconds. And if you've seen that movie Mother that just came out, like there's scenes where the walls of the house suddenly shake. It's it's quite well done. And that's what it feels like. It feels like your whole body is like going to explode. Ooh. That's what it felt like. It felt like a wave washing over my body. And then it was done. And then for five years, I don't ever get my period or have to take a pill. Um, Very convenient. Quite good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, you just have to be willing to have a little bit of pain. I feel like mm-hmm. childbirth would be that level of pain times a billion. Yeah. Why does it hurt so much to have an IUD put in? Well, you probably have a closed cervix where it's never been opened before, so it's quite tight. So usually they say IUD is quite good for like people who have had babies before because their cervix is a little bit wider. They're just like, oh. but it will still hurt because it's like a closed neck is what you're saying. So it has is. to slither in. Yeah, you've got to like put it right in there. So you're basically experiencing a childbirth contraction when they're putting it in or not at all? I don't know. Okay, because that's what it felt like. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, people go into like cervical shock and things like that. So it is painful, but they tell you it's not going to be. So I don't know. Yeah. I haven't experienced it. Can I ask what cervical shock is? It's when you feel like faint and all that crampy stuff and you're just like, I'm going to be sick. I don't ever want to ever do anything. <laughs> Maybe prepare for a baby. <laughs> no, I always just use condoms. It's, it's chill. Yeah, that's good. That's an excellent approach to have. Yeah. And then also like other stuff, you know, you don't get other things. Okay. So by other stuff, Maddie is referring to an app that she told me about. I'm not saying that she uses it, but she... I don't use it, but like you take your temperature and like you that's your way of birth control. Oh, yeah. So that's for your ovulation and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like monitoring your moon cycle. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, this is when you're likely to get pregnant. This is when you're not going to get pregnant. And there are times when you're just not going to get pregnant. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so interesting. So, so you think kind of it's legit, maybe? maybe? Well, yeah, people use it. It depends. You have to be very, very, very good at monitoring things like that. Right. So like your egg, once it's released, only lasts for 24 hours. It's only alive and then it dies. And you're not going to get pregnant. But... A sperm can last for like seven days inside a vagina, so you need to like not have sex for se- like maybe seven days before you release your egg, and then, yeah. So, so you could. <laughs> <laughs> 
So there could be a sperm who broke in, essentially, yeah. and is living up in the fallopes. He's hiding out. And he's waiting, mm-hmm. and he's wearing, a, I'm picturing a hat and a trench coat, mm-hmm. and then the door opens for a second, like for a 24-hour period, and he's like, whoop. Yep. Why did we both make the same noise? Because <laughs> that's the noise that he makes. That's the noise that they, and then the, the door's like, and it closes behind him, and he's like, I'm in, into yeah. a walkie-talkie. He's got a walkie-talkie, yeah. <laughs> and he's telling his friends, his comrades, <laughs> but they've all fallen. <laughs> They're all dead. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe it's more of a soldier vibe. He's like, I made a pause. I did it for you. And they're all just like <laughs> like dying in the streets outside. <laughs> you did a man. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I think we've already got time for a little bit more. So have you got one more question? Oh, do you have a way that you suggest that people have a conversation with their partners when they find out that they have an STI? Yes, I, well, I don't have like a conversation starter, but I say that it's more like um, a common courtesy. Like, hey, man, it turns out I've got chlamydia, um, which probably means I talked to the nurse. She thought you might have it as well because we've been having sex. So um, she said it would be a good idea for you to go and get checked and some treatment. If I found out that my partner had given me an STI, the conversation would start with me, them coming home into a dark hallway and I'm sitting in a chair and I turn the light on. <laughs> That's how the conversation would begin. Yeah. It's not an icebreaker. It's a confrontation. Because <laughs> yeah. I think it could really tear you and your partner apart. You'd be like, how could you keep this from me? And then they're like, I don't know. And then... Uh, they may not have known, I guess, or maybe they were cheating on you. I'm kind of like it takes two to tango. So if you haven't had a sexual health check and then if they haven't had a sexual health check and you go and get one and you've got an STI and you're like, well, I checked, you didn't. So it could have come from you, man. Mm, Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you don't know you don't have one until you get a check. If you could do a public service announcement to all of New Zealand and tell them one thing that you wish people knew, what would that thing be? Can I do two things? Of course you okay. can. Um, I would be like, if you're under 27, go and get the Gardasil vaccine to protect yourself against genital warts and cancer. Because it is amazing. And there are heaps of people who have like throat cancer, tonsil cancer, who are in their 50s now. And it's from like blowjobs and stuff, which didn't used to exist. And you're like, get it sorted, men and women. Go and do it. They're like 500 bucks. That's to get kind the course of a lit reason to after get cancer, though. Is it like, like a three, a three different, a three injection? Time yeah, thing? and it's free. But then once you're 27, it's like five hundred dollars. Wow! So the government's giving that to you right now, protect you against cancer. Wow! Chemotherapy, radiology. I don't think that's what it's called. Radiotherapy. <laughs> but you know, like, do it, man. And it's your body. It's not your parents' body. Do you get vaccines? Yes. Yeah. Just two of my friends I've talked to in the last week, they were talking about how neither of their mums would let them get um, the... Because they knew that they would get autism. Yeah. (laughs) And do they? Uh, No, but one of them got... um, What was the one that we got when we were in high school for? Maddie is actually pointing... Oh, is that the one? Yeah, yeah. Vagina. She got a vagina. She's jabbing emotion at her (laughs) vagina right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Oh, so that's the one. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I've got it. I got something in high school. Well, you could phone up the registry and they'll know. Hey, see, uh, this is so good. I'm so yeah. good. And was that was that two things in there that you wanted to tell or was that the first oh, one? The second one with, is with consent, right? So in terms of like sex, everybody should be enjoying it. So the way that consent um, gets described in the sexual assault unit is like if you're not jumping up and down, clapping your hands in anticipation 
Or I tend to think lazily wagging your tail like a dog because that's more like how we're often vibing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm, eh, I'm into it. Then it's not really consent. Yep. You know, like you need to be at least lazily into it. Right. And then if the vibe changes and you're like not wagging your tail anymore and be like, I'm going to tap out because this isn't fun anymore. Wow. But that's all. Yeah, we did have a few questions about consent, but that's kind of like a, that sort of covers it. Covers it. Yeah. Yeah, because it is at the end of the day, it is that simple, eh? Mm. It's just, could that be the the public service announcement ad? At the end of the day, it's that simple, eh? And then it's like, <laughs> if you're not wagging your tail, uh, got anything? And it's something that a lot of guys probably <laughs> nah. need to hear. I once was hooked up with this doctor and he came back to my house. He was a doctor, real hot. And I had to tell him. Maddie, the, did you date a doctor? No, I just cooked up with him one night. And I didn't want to have sex with him. And I had to tell him. I counted like 14 times that I didn't want to have sex with him. Okay, wait, should we talk about this? I know. But that's the shit that's so common. And so, yeah. And heaps of guys, I'm always like, mm-hmm, nah. And they're like, oh, come on. And I'm like, no. Like, I said the words no. <laughs> but guys have this, a lot of guys have this weird thing where they feel like um, they sh- should. Yeah, or like persistence will pay off. Yeah. Like, nah, but man. like the moment mm-hmm. someone says no is kind of like, that's where it stops, I think. Yeah. But yeah, and I just remember I was like, no, bro, fuck off. It was not that long ago. This guy would have been like 27. Really good looking. Doctor. <laughs> okay, so okay, great. So a doctor, just <laughs> no means no. <laughs> yes means yes. Yeah. Seems so simple, right? But do you think that somebody needs to actually say the word yes in order to be given consent, or do you think body language is a acceptable an acceptable Ooh, measure? It's oh, a blurry line, eh? Yeah, like I would be unpopular to say like. <laughs> No, you have to have a conversation, but I certainly wouldn't have a conversation. I'd be like, my body's telling you all about it right now. Yeah, totally. If I'm at kisses, I'm like, mmm, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, throw them onto the bed. Like, that's kind of a yes. You, yeah. throw, you throw them onto <laughs> the bed? tear off their pants and they're like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Maddie, that was hot. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh-wee. <laughs> but then there's no, that there, there was no conversation, you know? Mm. With body language. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So maybe they should be teaching some of that stuff in sex ed at schools. May- Do you feel like there's a conversation between your department and what's being taught in schools? Yeah, we're right next door. Oh, literally. <laughs> yeah. New Zealand Day. Eh? <laughs> yeah. We are in the same building, just in chat. the same corridor. Really? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So there's a lot of transparency there and a lot of like osmosis of what you're learning between the, the cell wall. Uh, yes, I guess there is, but probably not as much as there should be. Okay. Mm. I don't remember a huge amount of stuff about consent when I was doing sexual health in high school. It was a lot of kind of like, this is what happens to a penis. You will get a boner. Ha 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 ha. And then like, you know, vagina, something, something. Always use condoms. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like our reverend gave us this sex talk at my school. And then she, I remember she was giving it to us in the chapel. Um, and then... She tripped on the like the little step, and she was a big, big woman. Like I would, I would use the word rotund, and she kind of like Violet Beauregard rolled down the aisle. And so I don't remember anything from the talk because that's the you? image yeah. that's really stuck with me is her like the boulder in Crash Bandicoot like chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fabulous oh she really gosh. ruined that for everyone yeah for everyone I'm but so we got something else in that of. case then we had this chat exactly <laughs> exactly because i had a lot of unsafe sex after that but i did have a lot of good laughs like every time you were doing it you were just imagining her falling down those stairs <laughs> that's a contraceptive if i've ever heard yeah. of one 
Oh my goodness. Thank um, you so much for coming to talk to us. You, I hope we didn't yeah. ask anything that was too uncomfortable, but you know, you're just so easy to talk to. It's been great, amazing. You were so awesome. You just answered all our questions so well. Cool. And um, so, yeah, we um, are probably going to do our next episode soon. Yeah. About something. Yeah, something. You'll have to subscribe and find out what it is. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Wait, that's like a YouTube thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Bye. Panting. Oh, guys, I just want to say another huge thank you to GoNative.co.nz for being sponsors of our show. They have done such an amazing job of making me look chic and saving me a whole lot of money. So thanks, GoNative.co.nz. <laughs>